Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice him, the faith of a Canaanite woman. The Real Me, Part 2. Okay. Uh, anybody got any news, You good? Okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, um, so some of the things you guys, when you described or when you guys were talking, um, some things that were said, who you are, um, and I'm just going to describe these in, in, in adjectives were chosen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read in a few minutes, um, as to where that is, Ephesians chapter one and chapter two, we are chosen. We are adopted. The Bible speaks of us being adopted by him. Mm-hmm. And the reason, well. I'll just go ahead and explain. The reason why it speaks of adoption, you know how it is for the adoption. Well, you guys may not know every nook and cranny about the adoption process, but when you're adopted, it's like God knew us before he placed us in our mother's womb. We were already his, right? Mm -hmm. But because of sin, right? Because of sin, um, which Jesus, he died for our sins, right? And thank God he died and he and God showed by sending his son Jesus grace and mercy to us so that we can be free from the sin. And so that separation of that sin, it won't separate us from God. Because at one point we didn't have relationship. Well, we did in the beginning, but when sin came upon the land, we didn't have really relationship with God until Jesus came. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't have relationship because there was a separation. But now we're able to have relationship. That's why we're adopted. We, he, cho- he chose us, but he also adopted us as his when we accepted him into our life. Because it's a choice. Yeah. We have to choose. We have to believe that he is who he is. We have to believe that he's the king of kings. Because God created kings to be here on the earth and to rule, right? He made kings for a reason. He made queens for a reason. Uh, to rule over, you know, various lands or whatnot. He made people to rule over dominion and to rule over the animals and the crops and their everything, right? But he's the hierarchy. He's overall. So he's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. Um, so we're adopted. We're saved. We are saved. We are delivered. We're appointed. And we're called. We're called. Um, He also says that we were raised up from the dead, just as Jesus was raised up from the dead. I I never thought about that until I read it in the word of God, that we were raised up from the dead, meaning that we're alive. When we become new creatures, we're no longer dead. Like when we say yes to God, when we say, yes, I want you to be Lord of of, of my life, that means that the newness is is now. Mm Mm-hmm. And the dead is back. That's let the dead bury the dead. Mm-hmm. My old life is Behind. dead. Right. So spiritually, we're transformed. Mm-hmm. We're renewed, ready to be used for his good works. That's when we say yes. We're citizens. We're God's people. He even said we're set apart. He set us apart. He even said we're an heir. Because... When he's our father, he becomes our father. When we say yes to him and he becomes our father, we have an inheritance. Yes, we have an inheritance. We have all these promises left to just the believers. 
of him. Mm -hmm. Not the non-believers. Now, God loves everybody. He loves all his creation that he made. But some things are not going to be promised to you if you're not a believer. We become an heir of his. We become and we get inheritance just like if I die, if your dad dies, you know, things that are going to you guys. You get what I'm saying? But for him, our old life dies. When we say yes to him, our old life dies and huh, this is what you get. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And what you both said, we're unique. We're uniquely made. So let's get into the word. So Ephesians 2 and 12. Can somebody read the Amplified, Jemiah? Said 2 and 12? Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> Remember that at the time you were separated from Christ, excluded from any relationship with him, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, with no share in the sacred messianic messianic promise, and without knowledge of God's agreements, having no hope in his promise, and living in the world without God. So at one point, in this world, that's why the Bible speaks of, we're in this world, but not we're not to be of the world. Mm -hmm. That's to the believers. You know, God, God wants everyone to believe on him. Yeah. But everyone's not going to believe on him because that's the, the, the joy I have is God gives us a choice. He doesn't make us do anything. Mm -hmm. right? right. He gives us all a choice. So when he gives us a choice and we say yes to him, we say, yes, we believe in you. Then we now are we're still in the world. We're living in the world, but we're not of the world. We're no longer alienated from him. We have relationship with him. We get to intimately know, know him. him. We get to intimately know him. Like we intimately know each other, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit deeper than that mm -hmm. when it comes to him. Mm -hmm. Because he's the he's beginning. He knows everything. Yes. <laughs> and he's the beginning. So, yeah. Verse 13 says, But now at this very moment in Christ Jesus, you who once were was so very far away from God have been brought near by the blood of Christ because Jesus died for us because he died for our sins. We no longer have that separation that's separating us from God from having that relationship. Remember I was talking about that from having that relationship with God because he sent his son Jesus and Jesus did what he was supposed to do. He didn't want to die, but he did. Mm-hmm. First. And when he died of that fleshly life, that redeemed us, that saved us, that caused us to our for us to have salvation in God and for us to be saved. And so we can not only be saved, we can leave our old lives behind. Even though we still live in this fleshly body, even though we still make mistakes or we still make choices that are not godly or we still are disobedient at times. But thank God for his grace and his mercy. Mm -hmm. It's his grace and his mercy that, that keeps us, that keeps us and that sustains us and keeps us saved. Because we still believers in Christ. Mm -hmm. We still love him. We still have relationship with him. That don't mean we're going to hell just because you mess up one time. Now, back in the days, you know, mm -hmm. back in those days before Jesus was on the scene, that's what was happening. 
people, God was just like, okay, so you want to lie? You giving up the ghost and you just die. I mean, <laughs> I was like, man, ooh. When I was reading that in the Word of God, I'm like, man, he was a beast. I mean, he still lives, but he saw that. More mercy. Yes. He said, let mercy. me show them some mercy because everybody going to be dead. Everybody going to be dying <laughs> because of the flesh. And God was angry because of that. So he had to create his out of himself, his own son. He had to <clears throat> do that. He couldn't create us. He had to create within himself, come in a fleshly form he, and, and create his son and put him in Mary's womb. I mean, wow. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? He did that for mercy. Yeah, mercy. Thank God. Mercy. Grace Thanks. and mercy. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Thank God he did do that. Grace. So, have you guys ever been... I know you guys are very young. I'm young too, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm young too. But have you ever, like, in school or even now at times, you see, like you said, social media, magazines, things on TV, commercials? You be like, I want to be like that, or. You even you not even knowing the person or ooh I love her hair or ooh yes Lord I wanna um I want to um I want to cook like that or ooh that tastes so good or mm -hmm. I want that recipe I mean have you ever mm -hmm. like can y'all yes. speak on that ever if not I can I'll go first so <laughs> <laughs> you know your mama love to talk. Okay, so I'll go first, and then whoever wants to jump in, they can. So, y'all already know <coughs> I cook for y'all since y'all's kids. Mm -hmm. I love to cook. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to just say this. I love cooking for my family. Now, cooking for a whole bunch of people at times, it just depends. I have to be in the right my um, mindset. mindset to be able to do that. Because cooking for me, it can be therapy. It can also be taxing and, you know, but I enjoy cooking for my family. I'm going to say that much. So... The strength comes from the Lord when it's when it, when it's time to cook for family, but I've had various things. I, I just had this thought that when I get somebody else's recipe, mm -hmm. which y'all already know, I I tend not to go by the recipe. She don't like never, <laughs> but I have tried just a few times. I can count maybe on like three fingers how many times in life that I've tried a recipe straight to the T, right? Mm -hmm. that somebody else gave me. But have you noticed that if you've ever tried a recipe to the tea, it doesn't taste like what you tasted? Yes. Even though you mm -hmm. did the recipe to the tea. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, why is that? Like, this is out of the recipe book. Mm -hmm. This is what they said. I've had it, but it doesn't taste the same. Why do you think that is? So, my <clears throat> thought is we can't, we can act like, I'm going to just say this much in real terms. We can act like other people, like what they, you know, maybe as a kid or maybe as a, you know, a young, a youngin. You know, you see somebody, you start talking like them. You may have, la start laughing like them <laughs> or you may have, um, you may start even 
like, ooh, I want that Beyonce hair, or ooh, I want that, you know, you see a wig that you want, you see a hairstyle that you want, you see fashion, fashion that you want, clothes, the clothes, how they put stuff together. But you can still wear the same dress, but you're not going to look like that person. Right. That person can't be replicated. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. That person is not, it can't be replicated. That, even that original recipe that you wanted to cook and taste like that same person's, it's not going to be replicated. You're a different person. You're not going to be replicated. I can talk like that person. I can sound like that person. I can read like that person. I can even wear the clothes like that person. Put on the hair like that person, the style like that person. But I'm not going to look like just like that person. So you can't be replicated. Yes, Tamaya. All right. So I was thinking. (laughs) So you was talking about recipes. Your teaspoon and my teaspoon is not going to be the same size. Your cup of tea and my cup of tea is not going to be the same strength. Mm, That's good. Same flavor. Mm, Okay. Okay. Different caffeine levels. Okay. Okay. Same flavor. Okay. Different strength. Yeah, that's different. Different strands. Oh my lord. Can you just expound on that a little bit? You're talking about replicating. Yes. And everybody, you know, there's different types of peppermint tea. I'm just this this is just what came to mind. That's what you go to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. You love tea. <laughs> but um everybody can grow peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. The soil mm-hmm. can change the flavor. It can change Ooh. the soil. Ooh. Your foundation. If your foundation is acidic, that tea ain't gonna be that great. But if the foundation, the soil is rich mm-hmm. with minerals and you're watering it properly and you're fertilizing it, it'll come out great. It'll be perfect. It'll be smooth. But that's what it was. That's what came to mind. So adding to what you just <laughs> said about that soil, I just wrote down. So we don't have to try to take or take away. We don't have to try or take away what God has created. Mm-hmm. So don't try to replicate. Don't try to add how somebody else talked to how you talk. Do it how you speak. Don't try to add to, you know, who you are because of how somebody else is doing something. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, God created you unique. To do it the way that he told you to do it. Right. Instead of replicating it the way somebody else is doing it. Right. Because he told them to do it that way, but he's telling you to do it this way. Right. And it might, well, it is going to be better for you to do it that way because he told you to do it that way. Anyway, okay. Right. Lexus, you got something? <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> no, 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 you wrote something, you was writing something down, so oh, I was I, you had something. No. Okay, okay. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't a question. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, my thing, what I was getting at, is when you meet Jesus, you find your new identity. So you can't be replicated. There is no other person like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The topic of this is the real me. I'm going to be who I'm called to be. I'm mm-hmm. going to be who I'm supposed to be. Right. Period. I'm not going to try to be somebody else. Right. And that's what, you know... 
sometimes we find ourselves trying to be like somebody else. And that's not who God called us to be at all. He's already told you who you are. He's the creator. He told you who you are. He told you you were called. He told you you were chosen. He told you you're an heir. He told you you're his child. He told you he's adopted you. That's not who he called you to be. So be yourself. So let me go to this. So David <laughs> in Psalms chapter 139, David, he prays um, to the father and he says he's fearfully and wonderfully made. He talks about the care and protection that God in, in, in Psalms chapter 139, it talks about, um, David talks about the care and attention that God has made him. So God created him. He made him in Psalm chapter 139. And he's praying to God, telling God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Basically, you took the time, God, to make me, to create me in your image, to make me who I am. Just me, individually, not somebody else. So it's not like we were on a manufacturing and God just made us all the same clones. Right. We're not the same. Right. <laughs> and he didn't mean for us to be the same. He yeah. didn't mean for us to look the same. He didn't mean for our size to be the same. He didn't mean for our eye color to be the same. He didn't mean for our hair, hair, textures, hair textures to be the same. None of that. So why are you trying to be like somebody else? Why can't you be who you're called to be? And I already gave the example about the recipe. Yeah. Oh, and in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses uh, 5, God tells Jeremiah, before, and I already said this, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So before you was born, you was already set apart. So why do you feel like you're alone sometimes? Because you set apart. Mm. Supposed to be alone. Why you feel like, well, I'm not going to say we supposed to be alone. For periods of time, yes. Well, sometimes you will feel, it's, it's okay <clears throat> if you feel like you're alone sometimes. It's okay. But we already know without a shadow of a doubt and with confidence, because of what God tells us in his word, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. If you got God, you're never alone. Right. That is true. And he's and plus he's omnipresent, meaning that he's always there regardless of you if you said yes to him or not. If you're a believer or you're not. Because at one time we probably weren't at one time we weren't believers. We said yes to him. We gave our lives to him. So and he was still with us. He was still there. He still saw. He still heard. He still kept us. Before we even said yes to him. So he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. He sees everything. He hears everything. Mm. But when you say yes. When you say yes to him. When you place your faith in Jesus. You are a brand new creature. He makes you new. But even before that, it says, I set you apart. I set you apart from my purpose. I set you apart 
to do what I called you to do in the earth. Now, whether you do it or not, that's up to you. Right. Whether you choose him or not, that's up to you. <laughs> whether you choose him or not, that's up to you. She talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Whether you choose him or not. So, we can go back to um, Ephesians. And then we're going to be done. Um, Lexis, can you read, because uh, you got chapter one, right? The Amplified Version? Mm-hmm. Okay, so can you read verse four? All right. Just as in his love, he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own, mm-hmm. before the foundation of the world, so that we would be holy, that is, consecrated, set apart for him, purpose-driven, and blameless in his sight. Mm-hmm. So you are chosen. You are chosen. Before the world began, you are selected. He chose you. So don't ever let nobody tell you. I've always thought when I heard in church growing up, um, and not just growing up, and sometimes I still hear others say it. um, It may not be my church. It may not be your church for the ones that are listening. But you'll hear various people say, or have probably have heard them say um, to certain people, you you're chosen. Okay. So I want, we're all chosen. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about, well, am I chosen? I, I'm, am I chosen? Mm-hmm. Or maybe is. because the way my life is going, I'm not chosen. Maybe it's really not for me. You know, cause the enemy will talk Get to you. Yeah. Your own conscience will talk to you. Your own flesh will talk to you. Yeah. And tell you the wrong things. But I want you to know and hear today that um, chapter one of Ephesians Verse four, he says, we are chosen. He's ha- he has chosen you. You are chosen. So remember that. Don't let nobody tell you you're not chosen. You're chosen. You're set apart. That's what the word says. Right. You are chosen and he set you apart. He created you. You're chosen and you're set apart. Uh, Lexus, can you read chapter five? I mean, verse five. In Ephesians chapter one, he predestined and lovingly planned us, planned for us to be adopted to himself as his own children <laughs> through Jesus Christ, in accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will. Mm. Well, he adopted you. He said yes to you before you even said yes to him. Mm. <laughs> he said yes to you before. You even said yes to him before you came in agreement with God. Cause he already said yes, but we had to come in agreement with him and say, okay, yes, God, I want you to be Lord of my life. Like contract. Yeah. In a sense. And that's how it is when you adopt, like, well, depending on your age is a little bit different, but, um, the parents or whoever they'll go in and sometimes look at the kids or sometimes the kids can already be in their home where they're fostering. And then they say, you know what? I've got a relationship with this kid. I want to go ahead and adopt them. But God said, I had a relationship with you beforehand, before you were even placed in your mama's womb. Right. He knew you. That means he had a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. He already said yes to you before you can even say yes to him. 
That's just how good and gracious he is. Can you read verse 7, Alexis? Okay. In him we have redemption. That is mm. our deliverance and salvation through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and was resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of his grace. When you say yes to him, you're saved. You are saved because of his blood, because of Jesus dying on the cross for you, for dying on the cross for all of us. Mm -hmm. Your sins have been forgiven according to the riches of his grace, which he is a gracious God. Can you read verse 11, Alexis? In him also we have received an, in, an inheritance. Inheritance. <laughs> a <des> inheritance. <laughs> inheritance. <laughs> uh, a destiny. We were claimed by God as his own, having been predestined, chosen, appointed to beforehand, mm. according to the purpose of him who works everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his will. You, I mean... We get all these great benefits from God, all these great promises from God yeah. when we say yes. When you take that job, signing that contract. you're signing and you get them benefits right away. Now, sometimes, depending on what job you on, you got to wait. <laughs> you got to wait. 30 to 90 days. 30 to 90 or 60. Something. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes 90. 90. Ooh, you got to wait 180. Ooh, that's a long time to have to wait. But with God, when you say yes to Instant. him, instantaneously, you have access to all these benefits. Yep. Who wouldn't serve a God like that is what I'm going to say. Okay. Are you willing to sign the contract? For life. For life. <laughs> and if you, if you haven't, then you might want to All go ahead and sign. All you gotta do is say yes. <laughs> right. And you don't have to be in a church. <laughs> you don't have to be in a church building. You don't have to be in front of a pastor. You can do it at home. You can do it right where you at. You can do it in, in your, your shower. In your car. Right, Demaya. Right. At the stove. Right. The bathroom. In your heart. Anywhere. In your mind. Wherever you are today, you can say yes. Say yes to God. Uh, Say yes. <laughs> verse 13, Alexis. Okay. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result, believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ, as owned and protected by God. Mm. Well, you know you got to trust him. You got to believe in him. That's saying yes. Go ahead, sign and say yes. Let God have his way. And then you got the seal. You got the seal that the Holy... You have... Knowing that you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. I think of the... This is a little weird, but my mind goes to the cows that's in the pastures. And you know how they be having the stamps, like they're branded, mm -hmm. um, where it's showing whose they are or where they're going. It's like ownership. Yeah. Um, and no, we're not slaves, but we're his children. 
So we have the stamp. We too have many of his us. stamp. What? I said it's too many of us. Too many of us. Of what? his children. No, it's not too many. Well, not saying like there needs to be less. I'm saying there's a lot of us. That's what. That's what I'm, That's what I'm, saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to say there's too many. I'm just saying there's a lot of us. Dang. I'm just there's saying words. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it. You there's said just it. a lot of us. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of God children. God's children. Yes. And we should steady be adding to the kingdom exactly. with the lives that we live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, verse eighteen, Lex. We're almost done. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance Mm. in the saints, God's people, and so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in who is in us who believe. There, these are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength. Sorry, I, I did. I read nineteen too. It's okay. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. You good. So what I got from all of that, and I bet not ever hear none of y'all. Neither of y'all to say I'm broke. I I bet not ever hear it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it since she called you out, it's not. <laughs> You're not broke. No, 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 no. You're not broke. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Right here, you're his child. You're rich. Rich. I'm rich. Rich. Look who your daddy is. When you say yes. <laughs> we're not talking about the biological fleshly ah, father that you have spiritual. here. <laughs> we're talking about our father in heaven. Ah, yes. That's overall. They're both rich though. Yeah, but one got more than I the know. other. <laughs> you can outdo him your any daddy, day. my husband, he don't he he doesn't compare. And and the father, the king of kings, is the one that created your daddy. I know. So, <laughs> so, like I said, he so you shouldn't have to ask which one. So I mean you're both rich. rich. So that's why I had to ask. Yeah, we all rich. Exactly. But why are we rich? Because of Because who? of the King of Kings. <laughs> the Lord of Lords. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Voices of Substance. Stay tuned for the next episode.